Yo, yo, what's up, everyone? Welcome to a brand new episode of the In Conversation podcast. I am your host, Andrew Cervantes, and we have a stacked episode in store for you guys today. Um, if you haven't yet, make sure you follow the podcast page on social medias at In Conversation Pod. Um, if you listen on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, leave a review, leave a five star review. It goes a long way. Um, tell a friend to tell a friend. Uh, it's It's greatly appreciated. I appreciate that. But without further ado, let's hop right into the show. Um, No big intro or anything today. I just want to get straight into discussions. Um, First thing I want to talk about is learning time management. Um, Recently, I feel like I've been struggling with that. And I've just been kind of everywhere, I guess, with all my tasks. It isn't... What I've learned, obviously, from this is, um, you know... It's very hard to get anything done or actually feel like you're making some sort of progression without a plan. Um, and I've, I've, you know, been a, a victim of this. You could say um, without a plan, you know, you don't really have no sort of guidance and you don't really go nowhere. Um, it's almost like kind of an infinite loop, you know, where you just keep doing figure eight sort of and... Um, I had noticed just with this podcast in general, um, if I make a plan, you know, and it's it's not just like a basic, oh, here's this, here's that. If it's a detailed plan, then I will find myself getting all the stuff I want to get done, you know, done pretty much. And um, I would just suggest anyone out there, whether you're a student, whether you're a family man, whether you're a, um, an athlete, anything like that. Um, I would suggest just taking a little bit of time out of your day to sit down and, you know, write a schedule pretty much. Um, me personally, I have a calendar, um, and I pretty much write everything on there. Um, it's a whiteboard calendar, but you, you, you will be surprised at the results of, simply just taking 10 minutes of your day sitting down and truly focusing and laying out that oh I want to do this I want to do that at this time I want to do this I want to do this you will be surprised because you have so much time to get stuff done um a lot of times you know we all fall um victim of getting distracted with social media you know a lot of times You'll say, oh, I want to do this by this. Like, for example, oh, I want to go to the gym by by 9 a.m. Okay, in order for you to be at the gym at 9 a.m., you know, um, me personally, I would like a lot of, I like prioritizing eight hours of sleep. So I would, in order for me to be up, you know, and ready to be at the gym at 9 a.m., I would have to be asleep by like 12 a.m. and wake up at, 8 a.m., you know, get some food in my system and then go to the gym. But um, 
you know, that starts with the night prior. And uh, a lot of times, you know, we all get distracted. We all fall victim to it. We get caught up on social media. We get caught up with scrolling. And, uh, you know, it's just endless scrolling. And, uh, you know, it's bad for you. And it'll keep you up all night, you know. And um, it's just not good. I mean, obviously, it's okay to, you know, do that and um, basically entertain yourself, I guess. But, I think it's a trap and I think it is not healthy for you, you know, if you do it so much. And honestly, I think we could all say that a lot of us are addicted to social media. And lately, I've been kind of trying to get out the trap of social media and being a little more present. Um, I've been fishing a lot lately. So I've I've kind of been trying to focus a little more on where I'm at. You know, and if you pull out your phone and you start scrolling on social media, you could pretty much go wherever you would want to. You know what I mean? Like if I pull out my Instagram or Twitter and I Google um, anything about maybe like the NBA, you know, um, I would be able to consume my mind with all kinds of NBA stuff and I'll be so consumed on my phone that I won't even remember or, you know, really be present of, uh, of what's going on around me. So, um, yeah, I would just suggest uh, if anyone out there, you know, is getting caught up in the social media addiction or kind of feels like they're just kind of in a loop. Um, I've been there and trust me, I am, I am still kind of there and I'm still trying to get out of it, especially getting back in the routine of putting out episodes for this podcast. Um, my suggestion would be, um, yeah, get a planner, write down everything you need to write down. Um, you know, whether it's say you have a little brother, you have to watch a little brother from three to six or something, write that down, write, you know, all that stuff down. Um, you'd be surprised, man. You would be surprised if you get some, you get a good amount of sleep prior, you wake up, you know, um, start hitting your day hard you know what i mean uh don't waste no time just hop right into it uh you you will be surprised with the uh, the results you get and that's that's just my advice for anyone that kind of seems like they're almost running in you know like i said uh the same place you know that infinite loop um but another thing i had uh learned about kind of relating to time management is um the the importance of maintaining relationships um, recently, I, recently I got in a relationship, you know, with my girlfriend and, um, this is the time where I wasn't doing my podcast, right? Um, but what she has taught me is, um, she's taught me a lot. She's taught me how to be a better version of myself overall, I would say, but there's so much little micro details in there that, you know, it's, I don't even, you know, I'm just thankful for her being in my life. And thank God, I know she's going to be listening to this. Thank God. Um, she is a healthy, smart, independent woman that has her mind straight because let me tell you for all the guys out there, if you go out and you get yourself a good girl, she will change you for the better and she will make you such a better man and you will be so thankful. Don't get me wrong though, you have to be a good guy, of course, and you have to you have to work um, you know, with 
that. And in order to have a good girl like that, you have to be a good man. And, um, you know, uh, that's, that's what I was discussing about the importance of maintaining relationships is basically what I, one of the biggest things I had learned with my girlfriend, Alondra, um, is the sacrifices it takes for being in a relationship. Um, this, you know, for every relationship, I believe it needs sacrifices, not just um, having a girlfriend, but it could be being a brother, being a friend, um, you know, being a nephew, being stuff, you know, an uncle. Um, I think it's very important to sacrifice because when you sacrifice for someone else, it shows that you're not so, you know, focused on yourself. Um, you're sacrificing and you're, you know, you're proving to your, you know, your friend or your cousin or whatever that, you know, you are showing up for them and you want to make this work, you know, and that you're invested in them and, you know, you're, you're there with them and you have their back, right? Um, so I think a lot of times it comes down to sacrifice because I've seen relationships where, you know, it'll be super one-sided and, you know, it'll be all over over there with the guy and it'll be like nothing with the girl or it could be vice versa. But, you know, I think if you're not sacrificing in your relationship, doing some stuff you don't want to do, um, you know, I feel like it's a red flag, to be honest, because... uh you have to sacrifice in order to have a, you know, um, a healthy relationship. That's just how it is. Oh, I don't want to go or, or, or I want to go hang out with my friend today. Uh, but I haven't seen my girlfriend in a while, you know, go hang out with your girlfriend because, you know, that is, that's like your plus plus one, right? That's supposed to be what your most impo- important person or one of the most impor- important persons in your world, you know? So, um, yeah, man, that, I've just been learning that too, the importance of maintaining relationships and uh, just being there for people, you know, when they're talking, I'm listening and I'm invested in the conversation, you know, making eye contact, um, hearing them out completely. Um, Don't get me wrong, you know, I'm not perfect at it, but, you know, every day I'm still trying to progress and, you know, balance relationships, whether it's friendships, whether it's, I don't, partnerships, whether it's, um, yeah, just relationships with my parents, my mom, um, you know, my brother, stuff like that. Um, yeah, it, it goes a long way, you know. So, um, I don't know. Maybe if you're listening to this and you're having some sort of um, kind of bumpy, a bumpy, um, I don't know, some sort of situation with uh, with a partner, um, maybe try, you know, stepping out of your comfort zone a little bit and, you know, going out your way and sacrificing a little bit for them. And then coming back and see how they react to it. You know what I mean? And if it's a good reaction, then, you know, that's really good and it'll help your relationship. But if it's a bad reaction, then I don't really know what to tell you at that point. You know what I mean? But the importance of maintaining relationships, very important and a key factor in life. You, If you love the person, you would put in the work to maintain the relationship and you would sacrifice and you would invest time in them and you wouldn't love them you know and uh yeah that's that's just you know me every day i'm still learning this um anyways um you know i want to discuss actually a story time 
uh, that I had when I was off the podcast that it's actually pretty big. It's with a, it involves a celebrity. Um, I this is definitely the biggest celebrity I have ever met. Um, I was with my boy Jacob Pico. Um, shout out Jacob. I know he's listening to the show. Um, and with my brother Danny, of course. Um, so we pull up. On Instagram, we see 50 Cent is having a bottle signing um, near Sacramento. And, uh, you know, if you listen to the show prior to, you know, my time off, you guys know that um, I'm like the biggest 50 fan. And uh, his book, Hustle Harder, Hustle Smarter, pretty much like changed my life. Um, You know, and I see that he's coming to the uh, Sacramento area and he's having a bottle signing for his brand Branson uh, Branson Cognac and I'm like this you know if he's coming to sack and he's having a meet and greet um I can't miss this opportunity to meet him you know what I mean and uh his if you didn't know his alcohol uh Branson Cognac is um an official partner for the Sacramento Kings it's like sire spirits or something like that but yeah they're uh they're an official business partner with the Sacramento Kings. So he's doing a lot of business in Sacramento and he's always, he's always in Sacramento, you know, for games or whatever, when the Kings are in season. But, um, yeah, so I seen this post on social media and I'm like, man, this is, it's, this is probably like less than 48 hours prior. I saw it late and I was like, man, like I gotta go, you know, like I can't, I can't miss this opportunity. So, you know, I pull up, I pull up with my boy Jacob, pull up with my brother Danny, you know, and it's at a Rayleigh's, right? And we pull up to the Rayleigh's and the line is humongous. It's fucking huge. And, um, you know, we were thinking, we're like, God. And we showed up like probably an hour, hour and a half earlier or something like that. And um, we were like, God damn, are we even going to be able to meet him? You know, and uh, we're in the back. And when I'm saying long, bro, this is like, fuck, like, it was big, bro. Like, the news channels and stuff were all reporting. There was helicopters in the sky. And this is all out of Rayleigh's where 50 Cent is. There's helicopters in the sky and all kinds of media covering it. You know, the news is interviewing people outside. And uh, it was just fucking crazy, you know, and... For it being for for this event being so last minute, um, you know this is uh this was fucking huge, and I could only imagine if they planned an event where it was actually scheduled, you know, it would be fucking chaos. I feel like the whole city would come out. But um, anyways, yeah. So we pull up, you know, we were we pull up, and we thought we were fucking early, but we had heard people were camping out like overnight and stuff just to meet him. Like, Jesus Christ. But, um, yeah, we pull up. We're in the back of the line. And we're like, God damn, man. Like, you know, we're just sitting there waiting. And we're probably standing in line for about 30 minutes. The line doesn't move very much. and uh, But it, the line keeps growing and growing. So we're like, damn, at least we're not that bad compared to other people. But we were still kind of far back. And um, we had saw this uh, this guy. He looked like some big shot. He had a nice suit you know, nice fitted suit, he's walking up and down the line, sort of looks like he has like, uh, bodyguards with him, or just like a team, and you know what I mean, like, when you see big shots and like rich people, 
if you've ever been in the same same situation as me, they kind of have like this this aura around them and they just look different. You know what I mean? Like you can just tell for some reason. I don't know what the fuck it is. Maybe it's product they use. Maybe they just all use name brand stuff. But yeah, this guy, I didn't know who he was, but he looked like some big shot and he had a paper, a flyer in his hand. And it was all uh, bottles of like alcohol, the ones that they were selling. So, you know, we see people getting out of line to start following him to the front. And we're like, what the hell is going on? So we get a hold of that paper and we see that there's a VIP package. And you could pay a certain amount for a certain amount of bottles that he signed. Um, and basically you skip the line and you go and you... um you see him pretty much um so we're like fuck should we do it should we do it i think it was like a couple hundred bucks and we're like i mean it's a couple bottles and they are signed by 50 himself and you get to cut this fucking big ass line you know and we were thinking if we stay in this line there's a chance we might not even meet him and we're like damn we came all this way you know we're like fuck so we decided or so while while we're in line you can you can walk in and out the store right and um, me and my brother decided, we're like, oh, let's just go walk in Rayleigh's and kind of see what's going on inside, you know, just to kind of like see if he's in there or like see what the, the situation is like, you know. So we walk in and we see that it's like, it's a fucking mess inside the Rayleigh's, right? Like uh, they they said that they had certain lines, you know, here and there and stuff, but bro, like it was such a mess. We're like, what the fuck? So... I had saw, or I I don't know if they were selling VIP packages just like in a different line or something, but all I know is that I hopped in a line, and no, I don't think I cut it or anything, I just think it was a lack of communication with the crowd. I pull up, me and my brother pull up, and we're kind of just standing there and kind of just seeing if we're going to be able to, you know, like, basically go to the register to check out, and um, I pull up, and slowly but surely, it's looking like we're actually going to get a spot. And we're actually going to, like, damn near cut the line, pretty much. And, you know, that wasn't intentional. We just didn't know what the hell was going on. And it was such a mess. We're like, fuck it. You know, if they take us, they take us. So me and my brother are there. And I'm like, I start to, you know, split away from my brother. He starts to fall behind. I start to fall back in the, uh, you know, like, towards the cashier. And eventually, I'm like, okay, I got the green light. Like, I'm getting in, bro. Like, I'm, I'm, I'm like, in line for the register, for sure. So... I call, or I tell my brother to call Jacob, our boy, because he's still in the back, you know, where we once originally were, and he walks all the way in, in, in the store and everything, and basically my brother and Jacob just squeeze by, and I told him like, oh yeah, those two are in my party, so they get the green light, they come to the front with me, we pay, instantly, boom, we go to a line where it's just not so fucking crowded, you know, you have your own space, and you're like, what the fuck, and then little do you know, they're saying that, oh, like, 50, 50 Cent is around the corner right there, and there's, like, a little tent blocking him, like, you wouldn't even be able to see him unless you bought, you know, a bottle, and they allow you to be in there, but, so we're waiting in line, we're like, holy shit, this is actually happening, and, um, you know, I'm there, I'm sitting there, I got my, um, my Hustle Harder, Hustle Smarter book, um, I got it, hoping he would sign it, but, um, yeah, so, you know, we pull up, uh, it's funny cause right when we we're about to meet him, they made, they put hand sanitizer on everyone's stuff. Uh, you could only take one picture and, um, 
it was only on one phone and I don't the guy didn't take multiple pictures or nothing he just took one picture and that was it so we pull up pop around the tent we see 50 right there and let me tell you when we met him he's got a he was the nicest person ever I swear to god he was so nice he had the biggest smile he walked up to us he gave us a handshake and a hug he was like what's up man and we're just talking to him like, what the fuck? You know, it's almost like surreal. And when you meet a big celebrity like that, you're like, what the fuck? You know, like you're just, you're kind of, um, you know, you're shook. Um, but yeah, you know, I, we, we pull up and uh, I have, he sees, I have uh, his book in my hand and I told him, I was like, oh yeah, man, they told me that, you know, they weren't going to let you sign there or something like that. And then he was like, yeah, man, he's like, they won't, they, they won't let me sign nothing. And then I was like, fuck. So I don't know what it was or I don't know if he just didn't want to sign there. That was just an excuse out. But um, I don't know. It, it, honestly, when he said that, it did seem genuine. He was like, you know, like, I don't know. They just The team's not letting me sign it. So I was like, fuck it. I really don't give a fuck. So, you know, they give us like bottles of Branson cognac to fucking hold up in the picture. And then, uh, you know, he he gives us a hug and shit, he has his arms around us, if you follow the Instagram page, um, I'll post it, um, if you go on the page, you'll, you'll be able to see it as this episode is up, um, but yeah, he goes, he has his arms around all of us, and, you know, we take the picture, and then, you know, he's just like, oh, congrats, and then I sit there, or not, not I sit there, I, on my way out, I sit there, and I talk to him real quick, and, uh, I just talk to him about, like, some personal, you know, it's like some life stuff, and how we could relate, and I was like, man, you know, I've been through it like this, like just like you and stuff. And I could tell with uh, with him, I could tell it hit a soft spot. Um, you know, it I I could see it in his eyes. Uh, you know, we kind of had like a a moment, and uh, it was pretty cool, you know, to have a moment like that with uh, you know, one of my uh, pretty much inspirations. You know what I mean? Um. You know, it was it was just cool to uh, relate on a certain level of you know of a thing like that. Um, and uh, yeah, man, it was just cool. I I could I could see it, you know, like in his eyes. And my brother had said the same thing. He was like, "Man, like you and Fifty had a moment for real." And I was like, "Shit, I know." I I mean, it was it was, the whole interaction was probably like two minutes, bro, at most. But it was cool, man. You know, just to you know, stand there and talk to 50 and have his full attention for a bit. And he's, you know, it wasn't like other celebrities where you just come take a picture and then you bounce, you know what I mean? Like, nah, bro, he looked invested and he, you know, he was making firm eye contact, firm handshake. He looked like he genuinely cared, like his facial expressions, you know, like he presented himself very, very good. And, uh, you know, I'll never forget that. You know what I mean? Like he's one of those guys that, you know, he was a cool guy, you know what I'm saying? Like, uh, I'll never forget that moment of meeting 50. But that's just, you know, that's just a story of me meeting him. Um, but, yeah, like I said, I'll post a picture on the, uh, the Instagram page. If you want to go check it out, uh, follow at In Conversation Pod on Instagram. And, yeah, man, um, lastly, we'll we'll start wrapping up the show. I just want to get into some, uh, some trending news I had saw recently. Um, in the previous episode, I had talked about uh, that – uh, the Titan submersible, the um, the submarine that had went down to the Titanic. I had saw, um, I was doing some research yesterday, and I had saw that, I don't think it's confirmed 
but it sounds like um, some of the extra debris that they had found in these past couple days also had some sort of ties of human remains found. Um, Again, you know, I don't know if that's 100% sure. I saw a lot of news media reporting it, but, you know, people haven't came out and 100% confirmed that it is human remains. But if it is, man, that is just fucking tragic. Um, I know in the past episode I was talking about how, you know, the controller and... I don't know, it just seems sketchy as fuck and how the billionaires were losing touch with reality pretty much. Um, you know, like, I still agree with that, don't get me wrong, but, you know, as as the days go by and you start to really reflect on this Titan submersible, you think, you know, to me, the mission was kind of inspiring, you know, the fact that those guys even had the balls to get in there and sit and sit in that you know that uh submarine for what six to eight hours you know and try to basically you know do something that no one else has really done and uh you know i take inspiration from you know people that do stuff like that and you know they're fearless and obviously all those people around there were rich as fuck so they got to be a little crazy in, in their head you know to get to a place like that but you know, it is sad, and do I think they could have handled the situation a little bit better? Yes, it did it sound like the CEO, Stockton Rush, I believe, he did it sound like he bended the rules a little bit? Yes, but in order to be, you know, that guy that pushes through, you have to, you, you have to bend the rules, you know what I mean? And I'm just, it, you know, it looks, you know, it leaves his name looking very good and like an honorable man the fact that he went down with his company, with his product, believing in it. You know what I mean? It's not like he wasn't going down without them or, you know, like he was staying. You know what I'm talking about? Like, nah, he was right there down in the dirt with them, figuring shit out, you know, believing in his product. And, uh, you know, it, it sucks that, you know, unfortunately he, um, he and all the uh, other people on there, you know, it cost them their life. But that's what it's like, you know, when you're trying to do stuff and that other people, you know, haven't done. It's a lot of trial and error, you know what I mean? Same thing with space. Multiple people had died going to space, you know what I mean? So, fuck it, you know what I mean? Like, respect to them. It, it is sad, Um, you know, I pray for their families and stuff, and I still believe that that fucking Titanic is going to get a Netflix series or whatever because um that fucking whole story is crazy and i feel like everyone's been keeping up with that shit all the memes i've been seeing on instagram and shit like the thing the story is huge you know everyone knows about it right now but yeah another one i had saw is that World festival um if you listen to my show previously i had did a big episode on um my thoughts on the World festival um the festival was in 2021 and uh it looked fucking chaotic um, I, uh, 10 people were killed, um, and the news had broke out as of yesterday that, uh, Travis Scott will not be facing no criminal charges, and the organizers are gonna be cleared of criminal charges, um, do I think that, you know, that's the right thing to do? Honestly, yes, because, you know, I don't think Travis Scott was going in there 
fucking thinking people would die. Yes, you know, could the, you know, the event or the organizers, you know, maybe built a better kind of layout for the whole festival. Yes, I do believe that. But do, like, do you genuinely think that they should be doing like jail time you know for something like that it wasn't intentional and i'm sure that they have all kinds of paperwork and all kinds of you know evidence that obviously they didn't mean no harm you know they probably they probably had a plan and they probably presented it to you know like a judge and we're probably like hey this is this is what we had you know we were not expecting this at all and travis scott at the end of the day you know it's he's just the performer on the stage he gets paid to show up perform and then bounce you know what i mean and yeah you could say that oh he was promoting the riots or like the rage and shit but that stuff happens all the time you know like that's a travis a travis scott show for you um you know like it's just it's it's tricky you know and i don't want to like you know it's 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 very unfortunate that the lives were lost but it's one of those things I had saw that it was like I had saw this sort of documentary where it was like the velocity of like people being in that crowd was almost like being in a and a wave of an ocean sort of it was like just fucking it was and if you look at the crowd from afar it, they're moving like the water like it's like a wave and it was like the pressure or something like that. Um, yeah, man, you can't really, you know, blame Travis Scott for that. And I guess you could say people were crying you could say people are crying for help, but, you know, it's hard to say when you're not the one in the exact situation because could Travis really hear or, you know, see that stuff with all those people in that crowd, you know what I mean? And, like, you know, it's just tricky. And I know that there was people, uh, you know, chanting, stop the show, stop the show. But even that, bro, if you're Travis Scott on the sh- on the stage and you're up there and you're performing and you know you're you're hearing your beat in the background your music and then you probably have an earpiece in you know what i mean like it's it's tricky you know no one will will ever be able to say that you know they saw that but i know if i saw a crowd and you know i saw all that sh- i don't know you you know you see a whole crowd you're not paying attention to something specifically you know you're focused on the whole crowd as a mass and um yeah do i i do i think that that whole Astroworld Festival was fucked up and poorly planned, absolutely, because the fact that 10 people died is obviously horrible. Um, Do I think that they should, like Travis Scott, should face criminal charges? No. The organizers, I feel like the only thing that they could be charged with is maybe the gates, you know, because it kind of had packed everyone in there in like a giant square, so that's the only thing I could think of. I don't know. You guys let me know how you feel. Uh, but um, to wrap up the show with the last thing, I had read on the internet that four people are spending a year in a simulated Mars habitat. Um, I think they started already, but it this uh, habitat is designed to anticipate a real-life human mission. Um, yeah, I, I guess the crew will spend... 378 days living and working in a 3d printed simulated mars habitat and it's it's built in houston texas um i think this is cool as fuck honestly i'm a big i'm a big uh advocator for going to different planets um i think it's cool you know um honestly i don't know a lot a lot about mars um but i know that we're obviously working 
to get to Mars and have life on Mars, maybe eventually, fuck, who knows? That's very far along, but it sounds like humans would have obviously a way better chance of living on Mars than it would with fucking space, of course, because Mars has water and it's just very, very hot, supposedly, but it could be doable. Um, but yeah, with this, uh, this, you know, this Mars habitat, um, I think it's, it's, you know, it's another giant step, you know, and getting there because with these 378 days that the crew is going to be spending, you know, living there, um, that's a lot of data that, you know, all or that NASA could, you know, re- record. And, uh, with all that data, you know, that shit will take us so far. It, it really will. Um, you know, like, uh, It'll focus and just help benefit everyone for all the next Mars missions. And, you know, it, it could just be a giant step, you know, for what for mankind. <laughs> um, but yeah, man, I think I think it's pretty cool. If you haven't um, if you haven't heard about it, you should check it out. You know, especially if you're like a cool Mars person. Me personally, I have you know, it's funny. I actually have this Mars ticket I got on NASA's website and my name is getting sent to Mars in 2020. I think it's 2028. So yeah, I think that's fucking sick. And um, yeah, fuck it. I don't know. I just feel like I had to throw that in there. But one last thing to wrap up the show. Um, I had also saw with some other, you know, space news uh, that a massive asteroid the size of a three-story building is expected to pass Earth this weekend. Um, but it's not expected to come anywhere near Earth. So, you know, thank God for that. Um, yeah, so it's pretty cool. I had heard that... Um, it's going to be closest, I believe, on Sunday about like 4, 4.17, I believe, Pacific Standard Time. Um, so, yeah, if you, you know, you uh, if you want to look into that, you know, the fact that it's a fucking size of a three-story building, imagine that landing on Earth. Jesus Christ. It'd be a fucking shit show. But, um, yeah, if you, I don't know if you want to check that out, go ahead. Um, also, just something to do with those asteroids, asteroids is that, I had read that NASA recently successfully crashed a spacecraft into an asteroid the size of a stadium to alter its orbit for millions of miles away. And this was in September. And I guess it was the first time humans ever purposely changed the path of an asteroid. Bro, just think about that. How the hell do we go from, like, cavemen learning how to fucking cook or whatever you know, like, it's just the evolution of mankind, like, Jesus Christ, what the hell, like, bro, we're launching a spacecraft, like, how the fuck can you even tell there's an asteroid over there, for real, how the, I don't know, bro, it's fucking crazy, you, and then you, on top of that, you launch a spacecraft into an asteroid, you hit it, and then you move the direction of it, so it doesn't hit Earth, like, and it's the size of a stadium, imagine that, a, a fucking stadium from out of earth just flying in at a very high speed and it just lands somewhere on earth like that would be awful but the fact that you know nasa has the technology to go out and just fucking hit a space you know or an asteroid like that you know with the spacecraft and move the direction of it that is crazy man i am shook uh you know the um evolution evolutions of human is just fucking crazy but yeah man that's all i got for you guys in uh store today or that's all i got for you guys for the show today um 
if you haven't yet, like I like I said, uh, follow all the social media pages um, at In Conversation Pod. Leave a five star review. Tell a friend to tell a friend. Um, let's get this podcast out there, man. I you know I need you guys' help with it, and uh, I appreciate all the listens, man. Um, I see all you guys uh, listening, you know, from different parts of the world, and I'm just uh, I'm extremely grateful, man. Um, you know, I see you guys listening in other states, uh, overseas is actually pretty common. Um, New York, Washington. Kansas specifically, Canvas is booming, surprisingly, Um, yeah, man, but I just want to give a shout out to all you guys, Um, yeah, man, thank you guys so much, I'm truly grateful, Um, yeah, and like I said, I got got big things coming for this podcast, man, this is just the beginning, Um, follow the Instagram, I've already uploaded some different unique stuff, you know, that I wasn't doing a year ago, so if you haven't, check it out, trust me, you know, we got this. And without further ado, man, make sure you guys make it a great day. Tell a friend to tell a friend. Leave that five-star review. And I'm out of here, man. Peace.